This is Navigate with ID Enang. Um, it's a new day. It's a new week. And um, we're just straddling towards the end of the month. I mean, just think about it. Um, in a few days, we'll be saying bye-bye to September. Wow. And then we'll step into a zone where Nigeria will be talking about 60 years. Isn't it amazing of independence? Whoa. Well, comes with the terrain. Six zero is quite a lot. Quite a lot. Friends, don't forget we've been talking about excellence and how to ignite excellence. I hope you found the last um, session um, that was Ify Inspired. Uh, it was Ify Inspired and we took a trajectory that um, was uncommon. Mm-hmm. Uncommon because we needed to have an open mic session and I'm glad and also grateful to all our callers, Moise, Malik, uh, Dewale, Catherine, my anonymous friend who mm-hmm. got in touch with me as he promised. And if you're listening, I definitely, you and I will have a chat uh, later today or tomorrow. Um, Kennedy and, of course, Jibola. All of you beautiful people that um, sent messages and also found the time to, you know, search through uh, the Copper Shepherd's um, link. So do try to follow Copper Shepherd's. It's at C underscore Shepherd's on Twitter and also uh, on Facebook and uh, LinkedIn. It's important because there's so much that you might not get off this program, but you'll get um, when you follow Corporate Shepherds. And um, yours truly, it's such such a pleasure to be associated with it. It's, um, yeah, you can call me the founder, call me anything you want, but it's just um, a dream come true. And I know your own, your best dreams are also coming through for you. Um, I'll be doing something... Um, rather different today but within the same spirit of what we'll be considering and it's really looking at um, we're looking at the qualities of excellence and I want to keep this as light and as free as possible you know um, a couple of days ago I was just pondering over several elements and I said to myself this thing called excellence um what is the best way um, for us to really uh, bring it to life? And I suddenly realized that um, the best way is when everybody is self-aware. So self-awareness is actually um, a key quality to bring excellence to bear. And you wonder why. Self-awareness particularly speaks to the supports and structures that bring out our very best. So if a man or woman is saying, I need to be excellent in character, it means that that person requires a certain support or structure that will bring that breast, that character out. And character would always manifest through a series of actions, and that really comes from the back end with attitude. So when, when you look at um, self-awareness, self-awareness is so key. Because if you lack self-awareness, it's almost like stumbling in the dark and then one randomly bumping into what one is looking for. And that's exactly what happens most times. So the contrast to it is knowing exactly the support, Call it maybe I should call it a support structure that you require to help you on this journey. Because I, I'm thinking about your work life. I'm thinking about your 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 business life, I'm thinking about your family life, I'm thinking about your own 
ability to sit within a place of stability. You know, am I stable mentally, physically, financially? Um, all of this, like it or not, have little dents in there have a way of affecting your approach and manner to several things. And contrast this to knowing exactly how you want it and how you you expect this whole thing to work out for you. I'll tell you something, friends. With self-awareness, one is able to get oneself into the zone. And that zone is a zone of precision and accuracy. So without you knowing what you carry or who you are, it will be tough for you to live the dream. So you must pay attention and observe yourself to enhance your self-awareness skills. It is self-awareness that will make you know how to react in the face of absolute provocation. It is self-awareness that will tell you how to respond in the face of someone taunting you. It is self-awareness that would allow you get to meet the very best of others or get the very best of others because you will then know how to grow through that process of extracting what you require. So in the middle of all of that sits a word called commitment. And I've talked about commitment before as a very critical, critical quality that would help you excel. And it really implies a willingness. If someone is committed, one support is uncompromising and unending. You will find out in some relationships that you may have, um, whether platonic, whether conjugal, whatever type, whether business, you realize that if one is willing to do anything in support of the commitment, you see it come through. Commitment drives us and anchors us during challenging times. When you're going through a challenge or challenging times either as a couple or as a family or as a community or even as a nation, you realize that it is that factor, the factor about the support structure, the factor about support and structure, the factor around self-awareness that keeps everyone going. So you can have someone say, oh, I know that so-so and so will be having this challenge. I need to support her. I know so-so and so will be having this challenge. I need to support him. But what matters most is when you see commitment being the enabler to help you maintain a very high degree of perseverance. Because it is not easy to, to sit on that pedestal of excellence. It is good to aspire, but the minute you attain it, in terms of self-mastery, you become a benchmark. And once you become a benchmark, that's pressure in itself. Go ask the clubs, the top-rated clubs like Barcelona. Go ask the Real Madrids of this world. Go ask the Brazil, uh, Brazilian national team. Go ask the French national team or the Italian national team. Go ask our own Super Eagles. They'll tell you that the minute they attain a certain height, so... They probably won the Nations Cup. The minute they win that particular tournament, they are champions, right? And from that day, 
the lens with which they are going to be assessed will not be the same lens they were assessed six, three, four months before. And that tells you what excellence does. When you attain a certain level of self-mastery, the only reason that can keep you there is commitment. Commitment to do the things you had always done. And one other thing I need to bring to the table as a good quality, the quality of showing up. Many of us don't show up when it matters. What do I mean? It doesn't matter how we show up. What matters is that we show up. Every day and day after day, step after step, people allow obstacles to keep them away from showing up. So if you are the type that is has attained that level of mastery, you have attained that level of what I call excellence, and everybody's looking up to you. In your department at work, you are the boss's pride. Your boss is continually using you as example. Have you seen the way Ify approached yesterday? Have you seen? So you become more like the benchmark. What then happens? People are going to beef you. Ask Joseph. His brothers had to beef him. And if you're going to see the first murder recorded in the Bible was where? Had to be within two brothers. So envy, strife, jealousy, those things come. They are amputators of their own. They can amputate destinies. But you know something? If you allow those temporary obstacles to keep you from showing up on a day-to-day basis, then you're not ready to get yourself over and above that level of mediocrity that will make you attain excellence. So you must pace yourself like an athlete and learn to develop new habits by incorporating the behavior that you require. It's almost like an infusion. You must infuse certain things on a day-to-day basis. When you infuse those attributes, I mean, remember I talked about the, I keep talking about the syringe effect. So that syringe effect is just my coinage. I'm not sure you'll see it in any book. Well, not that I read it in a book. But when you think about what the syringe does to you after you've visited the doctor and they have to give you some form of medication or the other, there's some infusion done. Now, you need to infuse yourself with new habits if you are truly searching and working towards excellence. But in doing that, you must show up when it matters. Just make sure you show up no matter what. It's almost like saying getting a summons from the court. Do you know the court of the heart is a conscience? When you don't show up, it means A, you're either operating under guilt or you already have guilty conscience. Because when you're operating under guilt, the tendency for you to show up and be that person that you should be is almost minimized, if not eradicated. So show up no matter what. You know what it does? It will help you gain stability. Not just that stability, forward momentum as you move your vision forward. So we are at the month of September. We're closing into the last quarter of the year. There are many of us that started the year very well, high spirits. We did a fantastic, or albeit in some other respect, not so fantastic first quarter. 
were very hopeful that we'll turn around in the second quarter. And then COVID hit. COVID hit quarters two. And then we went into three. And many stepped out. Some stepped on. Some stepped in. And so many things have happened in the last six months. But I tell you something. The last six months have presented a great opportunity, a reset opportunity for people to show up in this last quarter and into 2021 and beyond. It gives, it gives a good platform for you to redesign how you want the future to look. It's called the future of excellence. What I want to be known for. You know, right now, several people can decide that they want to moon. I looked at my, my little girl today. I was living, she's taking her exams. And I sat there handling a tablet. If you had said to me as a father that Marenica will be handling a tablet this year, I'll say to you, no, she's not going to have that privilege. She's just seven. But right now, she has become a subject matter expert. They were meant to start the lessons or the exams at nine. She was ready as at um, 7.45. And I heard her checking into our class. And I said, it's not your time. She said, I saw my teacher online. And I said, oh, okay, now I'm in trouble. Now, if I am the father pre-COVID, that is, I was the father pre-COVID, saying my daughter is not going to, she can't have a tablet. No way, until she's say 10, whatever age, or whatever, just imagine whatever that age would be. I don't know myself, but definitely it wouldn't happen this year. Now, there's a post-COVID father. The mentality today for me has to be, now what accessories am I going to give to her to enhance where she is? And that's a fast track. Noting that the same tablet, the same access to the internet has its downsides. But am I going to invest my time saying, no, I won't, she won't, and then let her slow down and the rest of the world is not going to wait for her. So I need to go on that fast lane. And that's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to show up. Show up for your daughter. Show up for your son. Show up for your wife. Show up for your husband. Show up for your community. Don't sit back and say, hey, um, no, there are certain things that are not working. Because it means you don't have a picture of excellence. You must step up to that plate. How? Pace yourself like an athlete. You must go find out what the likes of, um, what's his name again? The 100-meter champion, Hussein Bolt. What they went through. And that brings me to the other quality of excellence. It's about high standards. High standards present a great opportunity. Many of us do not have any standards at all. We fall for anything. And that's why we are commoditized. We are commoditized in our thinking. We are commoditized in our actions. We are commoditized even in our delivery. That's why we accept anything and manage it like that. Because a commodity does not have value. The only things that, that a commodity knows is price. Let me give you an example. Salt. When you say salt, it's a commodity. Your oil is a commodity. And when it comes, it's just price. Oh, the price of oil today, it's, it has dropped. And everybody, because we are commoditized. But think about it for a moment. 
Gold is not a commodity. I tell you, when you look at the process it will go through and then it's refined, and at some point someone brings out a diamond and says, this is a diamond, I found it in the mud. No matter the number of years it stays in that mud, just bring it out and put it through water, just clean it up a bit. You'll probably buy a whole nation with whatever, depending on the size. I mean, I exaggerate to make the point. It's really about high standards are a function of lenses. The same way you need to see an optometrist is the same way I need every one of us to wear the cloak and the lens of high standards going forward. If you want to have excellence and you want to have that as a quality, high standards, critical. So you need a pair of lenses different from what you're using now to enhance your vision your ability to see far, I am short-sighted. And every so often, maybe, I don't know, 18, 18 months to two years, yes, my wife is a doctor, I walk in and I go take a test. I they pay or they pay, if you I pay. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> no, I tell you, I, I pay. Folks, I kid you not. From the day when my wife started our clinic, and I, would, I said to her, I will make sure, what is my invoice like? What is my bill Yes, she gives me a discount as her husband. But from the day I stepped in into that terrain called husband, because we, she was an optometrist before we got married, I pay. And I paid, I pay, and I will still pay. Because I said to her, with the heart you have, you'll be dashing people free. They say, your husband, no, no, no. When you remember that even your husband pays, you'll collect it from, <laughs> from them. <laughs> and that's really the way we've, we've run this whole deal for the last 27 years, at least November 6th will make us 20, 27 years we'll be married. I'm telling you. Why? Because it's a high standard. I had to put myself in there. It's not because, oh, my wife owns this clinic. I can go there, pick a pair of lenses. No. Or pick a, a frame. And I, there are designer frames. I want to impress people that don't like me and look nice and I don't pay. Now my wife now. No. It's a high standard. I must set it there. And so if my son sees what I have set to say you don't call or take advantage because it's home, you don't place a value to it, he will go on the same way. So many times our children have gone on a certain moral path, not knowing that the parents actually set the standard. And it's because their lenses are jaded. So excellence implies striving for quality. And what is quality? First time right. You send an email and it's all full of gibberish and then you sit there and say but understand that's why when you write anything into this program i always say it up front don't make it my responsibility to try and figure out what you are trying to think that's your business if you can't be explicit i'll jump you i'm a high jumper i'll even delete instantly my mother Teresa, in the shape of Ify, will try to figure out. Uh, I don't waste my time. Why? Because my lens is of excellence. If you are serious about it, spend time. Nobody is harassing you. You're writing a simple message. You want to ask a question on a subject that will help you about your future. Write it well. Be explicit. First time write. Don't put the moral burden on me to figure out what you're trying to do. And many of you lack business etiquette. Business etiquette. When I talk about not just, I'm not talking etiquette in general. I'm talking business etiquette. 
that even your workplace etiquette, how you respond to emails, many people are very sloppy. First time right. Standards of excellence are those that are flawless and impeccable. I want you to send an email to somebody and the person in responding to you will first and foremost say thank you. That was a well-worded mail. These are my responses or this is my response or this is my assertion. Do you know the way people respond to you via mail is a function of what you've sent? Garbage in, garbage out. Deliberately, they just push it back to you and say, I don't understand what this, this person is saying. So my big question, my friends, do you surround yourself with people who nourish your spirit and intellect? Or you just sit down with layabouts who don't know where they are going and all of you think you are, you are a band of brothers. You're just a band of empty heads. And that's why we have a problem in our society because there are too many mediocre people that band together. The kind of friends that our politicians are, that is the same because nobody to show them and to think differently. Listen, if your friends are at the same level with you, you can't grow. You are stagnated. You are immediate. I'm not trying to, I'm just telling you that, the, you know what? You are the tallest amongst midgets. Why? Because none of you will rise above that level. But if you want to have friends, go pitch your tent with people. Try and serve people that are higher in terms of intellect, in terms of prowess. By the time they come in with a certain dimension and specificity of life in different shades, boy, you'll see quality spring up in you. But many of you pitch your tents. Go and check your, your friends. Check your contact list. Many of you are carrying 3,000 names. 2,999 are like you. Or better still, you go to Facebook. You just accept having Jack Rag and some straw. When you check it, you're not earning anything. You're not learning anything. It takes a lot. The word learn has something. The first letter is an L before earn. Many of us, especially young people, fail to learn. Hmm? You know why? Because they take out the L. They lost. And so they can't earn. But when you love, you will earn. I'll tell you why. Because, because what you believe, you behave that way in the thing you believe and you become it. When you sit on this other part, you must leave you must really, truly love something. When you love to learn, you will leave learning and they will see it. You will leave it. So when you don't, whatever you have learned, you don't leave it, then it's wasted. And that's why you see it's, it's almost like a wagon train, roundabout. You go keep going. Why? The other question is, do you address discrepancies or concerns on the spot? Do you? Or we allow it go through. Just in a very... Something happened when I I, I got here. I, I met um, two of our guys, uh, Yinka and Yinka and, uh, and Sadiq, while I was walking into the station. And while we're having a chat, one of our friends, you know, something just happened. And right on the spot, I said to him, no, come back. Go and correct that thing. He was not mindful of it. It was a very minute thing. He came out of the gents and they shut the door. I said, no, come back. Go and shut the door. And they, look at, they looked at me and I said, hey, that's a very small discrepancy. 
but many times some other people will say no let it go no the lens of excellence is finish what you started good isn't enough friends that's why you need to go and read good to great there's something more than good it's called better and there's something more than better it's called best why do you settle for good yeah what you have done if he is good no 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 there's the best that's excellence oh ah, you are a good girl mm-hmm. you can be the best you can be the best in your field. You can be the best in... You can just be the best because the rest are not seeing what you're seeing. So we need to exceed expectations and continually raise the bar for excellence. Look at us. We are going to be 60. And yet, pipe bone water. It's not running anywhere. Is that, is that, does that tell you excellence? We are so proud of our airports. And then we look at it. You go to Ghana, just small Ghana. When I say small Ghana, in 2013, when I was, you know, shuttling, I, my, my, I spent, um, what, my third of my time, in, I was living both ways, two-thirds in Nigeria, one-third, well, in, in that part of the world. I saw when they started refurbishing that airport. Mm. And when they started, it started like a joke. And we were still gallivanting, giant of Africa. We're just midgets. And look at where we are. Just to build one, make it work, not lie. And just look at the way the guys have transformed it. I said to someone, I said, if they can just bring in a shipload of Nigerians, if, if the airpiece man can help me, just take out, just Nigerians, eh? put them and put a schedule and decide to give some free, some free flight. Mm, to to Accra and back. They won't go beyond the tarmac. Just let them go through the experience. Let Nigerians go. They go in, take one badge, they land, and just tell them, like an excursion. You know the way kids go for an excursion? Yes, excursion to Accra International Airport. And let them go. All the different demographics we have, young, old, whatever, across socioeconomic classes, let them come into the plains. Send them to Accra and let them just walk through and come back. When they land at MMIA and they come from Kotoka, they will ask our, will ask our politicians, what are you doing with our money? If a small nation like that, just next door, that's a picture of excellence. Please, can someone just tell them to organize an excursion? So a lot of people that are so party-oriented, they want to kill themselves because some politician is going to get get into a position he doesn't care who you are i pity people in their door and undo they are busy breaking their heads over what people are coming out and saying all manner of things and yet even in this lagos i supposed to be a center of excellence last man hit my car on thursday the gm said he's investigating i'm still waiting for him wow. till now i sent him a text yesterday and I told them, I said, I'm giving you guys a long... By Thursday, when I come back, I'm coming full blast. And I'll copy some Olu. That is not... When he was looking for votes, he came to this station. I saw him. He said all the things he said and his deputy. The time has come for you to be held accountable for the things you would do. That is what the true center of excellence is. But Lagos is not on the plate number. It's not on wow, 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 carrying siren. It's on how the people have merged into raising the bar. And let us know that truly we have become people of excellence. That's a new Nigeria we should be looking forward to. Otherwise, at 60, we'll just be toddlers. God forbid. This country will change. We'll be back shortly.
as we look at this, the closing part of this aspect, using high standards as a quality for excellence, you need to ask yourself, you need to ask yourself that question. Do you surround yourself with people who nourish your spirit and intellect or you have people that just send you on a wild goose chase? We'll be right back. Don't go away. This is Navigate with ID. Brought to you by Corporate Shepherds. Welcome back, my dear friends. Such a great time and privilege to be with you today. Uh, Just in case you're just joining us, we've been talking about excellence and igniting excellence. And so we looked at um, some properties, self-awareness, showing up when it matters. And of course, the last but not the least, we talked about high standards. And I'm at that point where I'm just saying to myself, okay, um, I got a message from someone that is said to me, hey, business etiquette. Uncle Heidi, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't go further into it. Yes, I just touched on one, but let me tell you some of the dimensions of business etiquette. You know, uh, you can talk about workplace etiquette. You can talk about table manners, and um, I see that happen a lot. Many of you that are working in corporate organizations, take your wife out, take your friends out, go to proper restaurants. Yeah. Many of you embarrass yourselves when you now have a visitor from abroad, and once they come. For for and they want to take the person out for dinner. When they bring the menu, say no. Ask if he whatever if he takes, I'll take. And then you now see if he might just ask for temporal prawns. You say, hey, when they bring it, they will now hold the knife as if they are going to war. It's a sort of justice. Go and start practicing. Go to proper restaurants. Many of you sit at Mr. Biggs. Now no one spend money. The day one or guy will come from London or Dubai and they say team dinner. When you get out there, you can't interpret the menu. Simply because you have not built yourself, you've not had that picture of excellence, and it's coming from a business etiquette sense. So that's what I'm trying to say. I didn't want to get in there. Another angle around business etiquette is professionalism. Have you seen the nature of service in this country and how we approach service, whether private or public sector? People think they are doing you a favor. Professionalism is not in our lexicon, in our business etiquette lexicon. Neither do we have communication etiquette. People talk to people anyhow, especially when you are Mr. Oga or Mrs. Oga or that director. You think you can talk down on people? No, you don't have the moral right. If you're working in proper organizations, you could be fired or you could be spotted. Even at meetings, many of you go for meetings. You just sit anywhere on the table. No, there's a sitting order. If it's a, if it's a circular setting table, there's a sitting order. Guys, if it's rectangle, there's an order in how you sit. You don't go sit on the seat of the person chairing the meeting. But many of you don't know. Why? Because you don't have a picture of excellence. I'll, this is not the kind of thing I'm going to... I, I, can, I can teach this on radio because you need to have a visual effect. And so for many of you who are looking forward to Business and Leadership Conference uh, 2021, January, it's going to happen. And from next month, I'll start telling you about it. These are the kind of things because we need to let us know. Why? Because it is in our interest as corporate shepherds to build future leaders for this country. Future business leaders. That's my goal. That's the end frame. That's what the faculty in corporate shepherds is striving to do. And then we'll start looking at future CEOs. Because nobody is building that future. And so we just accidental, we have accidental CEOs. They just get in there. Now, procurement. Most Nigerian CEOs are just about procurement. 
when they enter there, eh, everything they there. Now my brother give her something. Money, money, money. The love of it is the root of evil. If you don't check, have a good check on your heart now, you'll be in trouble. Excellence will evade you. Well, I hope I've tried to put that picture, my dear friend. Thanks for asking. But I'm going to open the phone lines down. And so on Thursday, we'll continue from there. Remember, we're talking about igniting excellence and what we need to do. And the numbers to call are as follows. 0809-191-3913, 0809-222-0913, and 0809-234-5913. That's also the WhatsApp line. So let's have your questions, your comments, what you want to talk about concerning excellence, especially talking about high standards. Remember, I said excellence implies striving for quality. We have our first caller. Lagos Talks. Good afternoon, sir. Yes, good afternoon, sir. Who's calling? I'm Ebuka on the line. Ebuka. Yes, sir. All right, I go ahead. Yeah, so, oh, this weather in fact, I just... I, I didn't call but, you to call, talk about weather if it's... No, 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 no I'm, I'm coming, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, the, my blood is hot now. I'm going somewhere. Cool. My blood is calm. Mine is not like, calm. It's hot. Like, like what you've been teaching, what you've been preaching on radio, uh, now, let me... It's like it's going down with the weather, everything, just the money made things. He's a booker. All like other days, I'll be in the streets, you know, busy, but I uh, just sat down in the office, you know, listening to you. So God bless you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you, Buka. I pray that uh, our generation <laughs> will, so this excellence you are talking about, to so come to attain it and practicalize it. If you have a good afternoon, uh, sir. If he... <laughs> you see why I always come after him? He's my favorite favorite listener and uh each time we 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 typically will zone together yes if you thank you lagos talks yes, good afternoon, sir. who's calling good afternoon yeah this is kennedy kennedy how are you kennedy yes, you called on thursday my I'm, friend yes sir yes, yes. i'm calling and it's not a book i know like your favorite listener <laughs> Okay, I apologize. All, all my yes, favorite sir. listeners, I'm apologizing. In, I'm apologizing. In fact, uh, I, I don't know what to say again. I, all I, all I, I just wish we have people like you in the realm of affairs that can help propel this nation to a higher height. I just wish, I, that's just my, my wish. But unfortunately, it's not happening here. But thank God for having people like you and you have taken this platform encourage some of us. I think God bless you over and over again. Amen. You had desire towards us and your family and everybody that they come. God bless you, sir. God bless you, Kennedy. Thank you. Lagos Talks, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. It's yes, sir. Friday. Yes, sir. Who's calling, sir? This is Steve from Kedja. Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve. Oh, T. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you, T? I've called, I've called before. Yes, yes, I remember. When I asked you... I, 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 um, um, uh, you got um, hit the nail on the head. Um, what I would say, I, I, I just want to bring up an idea how we can reach uh, more people, you know. I have this particular idea of championing a course to do all overhaul of our school curriculum. Mm. Because I realize that things, things like this you are teaching on the radio are not taught in school. 
Mm. I am looking for a way mm. there will be a True. total overhaul of our educational curriculum. Because mm. what we are learning in school these days is not Very true. in consonant with the realities of the 21st century. True. True. You know, so how do we do this? How, this is how we can shape the next generation. We can have an idea of meeting, talking to people, uh, changing the curriculum for students um, in primary 6 to like years 3. Because these are the formative stages. And whatever you learn at that stage, stay with you for the rest of your life. So how can we do this to set up a team that will champion this course of changing our school curriculum? They, so things that are, that are what we're supposed to know is this um, reality of life. You know, That's yeah. all I want to say. How can we do this? I have okay. idea for a very long time. But I don't, I don't really have the platform to champion no, this change. No, Mr. T, so how, if it, I'll yeah, tell you, if you allow me Lisa, before yeah. you knock off... Um, you see, one of the veritable tools we have is within our legislative process. And you and yeah. I are supposedly have members representing us in the parliament. And the parliament yeah. is where they frame, they frame laws to help project. And it gives us a permission to look at, take a peep into the current, the past, and also the future. Now, yes, the, I can bet you that there there's a house committee on education. The question yeah, no. is, what are they doing? And what have we put before them? So it's not enough to... Without policy, nothing is going to happen. It has to exactly. come in as a matter of policy. And it can come as a matter of law. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me be very, very open. I mean, it's almost like saying when someone sits back and says, free education to everyone at this... It's, if it's a matter of policy and it's not embedded in the law, the next person that comes will tell you, that guy must have been smoking something and it must be cheap. <laughs> but if it is embedded in the law, then it's yeah. something that is sustainable. So we need to go back into our process, understand the process, and Nigerians need to stop being sentimental and be more mental. Exactly. You know, that's, you hear my words, sentiment. We are so sentimental and we are not yeah. mental about the things. That is thinking, using our heads. But what we use more is our heart and our hands because they give us yeah. twa when they give rice and beans <laughs> to the hand, you don't enter mouth. Next minute, now soak away. So until we start thinking, we need more intellectual rigor. And until exactly. that happens, we'll continue to have what we have. But we'll but, do the little we can. And thanks uh, for calling. Please, sir, please, I want to say please, sir. You know what? They say if they know better, they would. Our people are like this because they don't know their duty and obligation as citizens. Yes, that's they why we have. Because of they are coming from the military regime. The mental psyche of our people have been bastardized. They don't know their duty as citizens. Well, minus so me. Case, I suppose I'm, I'm, I'm going this angle. I, you know? Man, may I tell you something, Tia? The truth be said. Yeah. Now, as you lay your bed, now say you go lie on them. Wow. A wow. person <laughs> decides, say, see, the internet, gone are the days when the people have data now, they are using it to, to watch what they want to watch. People are using mm-hmm. it to do what they want to do. If they use it to mm-hmm. educate themselves at a small micro level, they'll be better. Yeah. It's a picture of okay. excellence. That's why I'm saying okay. your lens determines the standard you have. The standard you have exactly. is a function of your lens. Thank you very much for calling. Okay. 0809 And of course, the WhatsApp and also a line you can call in is 0809 Two three four five nine one three, and the queen of radio is about to. Okay, before I say, before I speak, <laughs> let's take this one. All right, sir. Who's calling? Hello, sir. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Who's calling? 
My name is Ibukumbalaji. Please turn off your radio. Uh, yeah, talk. Sorry about that. No, down. it's okay, bro. Go ahead. I, today I would say I've been blessed because this is probably the first time I'll be listening to this program. And oh, thank you. Wow. Thank you. My life. Usually I'm in the office at this time, but I'm driving now and I could listen to it. It's, it's, um, there's this saying, I don't know um, how to put it rightly, but then there's this saying that what you feed your mind Mm. Is what you become. Mm. The little I've been, my mind has been fed today through this program. As I know, I would have ripple effect at least on my business and my career. Oh, thank um, you. There was this particular part where we were talking about business etiquette. Yeah. About even so, so, something as simple as responding to a mail mm. goes a long way in determining how people relate with you. Yeah. I have been on both sides of it. I have responded to a mail wrongly in the past. And I was, I, 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 how do I do? I was dealt with for it. Mm. And I have been lucky over time to improve on that. And the mm. way I respond to mails now have changed a lot of things about mm. my life. Mm. Even some people don't even read the mails. You yeah. send, especially, I don't know, maybe yeah. we, um, the government pastors have need to learn from private confidence too. Mm. Before government um, entities reply, respond to whatever letters or mails sent That's to if the person, the recipient can read. Hello, sir. I said that's even the person receiving the mail can read. I think it's quite interesting. Mm. Um, Nigeria needs more oh. of what I have heard today, more of what we've listened to today. Thank and you. And I, I hope if we could get more people doing what you are doing on air, on radio, on the internet, maybe it would be a very good point to start from. So I want to say thank you very much for the opportunity to learn from you today. Thank you. And from now on, I'll look forward to this. Thank you. And if you if Thank you want you to so catch much. on the previous episodes, you can go to the website navigatewithid.com. The podcasts are there. Or if you're, right. on, if you're also on Spotify or... Is it the Apple Podcasts? <laughs> Okay. If he's looking at me and wondering what, don't mind her. I wanted to ask her to just to put her on the spot, but she's dodged me. It's anchor.fm, okay. then slash IDN, and you'll get the podcast. Okay, thank you so much, bro. Okay. I appreciate you. All right, uh, this one is coming from Absolutely. Baba Tunde saying, Good afternoon, Uncle ID. And if you, I believe you're fine, yes, we're good. What else to say about your teaching on how to ignite excellence, Uncle ID? You're such an amazing person. I pray God will continue to expand your territories and grant you Amen. all and that your heart too. desires. Amen. I've learned a lot to what I know today as a teacher. We should pitch our tent with people of intellect, surround ourselves with people that will nourish our spirit. We should not settle for good, but go for the best. And he said, again, I will support you fully if you eventually run for president. <laughs> this is coming from um, a listener saying, good afternoon, if you're an Uncle Heidi. First good off, afternoon. Hey, commercial translates to afterwards or mm. at a later time. Okay. I mean, the same thing. it's same the same thing. thing as reconvene now. Yeah, reconvene. But it's, it's my English too tough. <laughs> reconvene. Uh, and Commissia. then he also said, 
Secondly, I see excellence as a result of perfection. If you strive for perfection, you attain excellence. Kudos to you, Uncle Thank Aide. you, sir. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from a listener saying, Sir Aide, don't you think excellence comes at a very high price? Nothing comes cheap. There you go. Tolu is saying, thank you always, Uncle Aide, talking about showing up. How do how do you handle showing up when one is unable to meet up with expectations, especially in terms of finances that goes along with showing up? Yeah. It's, it's mm. highly demanding, especially in a society like ours. Mm. Well, the truth about it is that you must be honest with yourself. The answer to that is authenticity. You must be real. Don't try to fake it to make it. If it is not possible, open a line of conversation. The, the one thing I'll tell you, friends, frank conversations don't kill. They make you better. Mm. They build stature. And that is the box you lean on in the future. And someone can look at you and say, that is a man or woman of character. Let's take this. Okay, we lost. This is from yeah. NG saying, good afternoon, Uncle Idy and Evie. Good, good afternoon. Uncle Idy, thank you for all that you do for the people. Striving for excellence is really a way up to go. Thank but God. there are some challenges that mm. accompany it. For example, when you're working with a team or a boss that will give it a different interpretation, mm. um, you are trying to show yourself or you are planning to take take their jobs. How do you handle it? So you're saying when they interpret it as you're trying to That's take why I talked about self-awareness. Self-awareness is like, lacking self-awareness is like stumbling in the dark. That boss or members of your team lack self-awareness. And because they lack it, they definitely don't expect them to be able to do what you may have or what you will do. And so what you need is EQ. Emotional intelligence starts with self-awareness. So you... Having known how to go about it and what they need to do, what you do is, like I almost wanted to talk about Coca-Cola. You can't take away the fact that I was a a Coca-Cola brand manager. One of the philosophies we had um, with the brand, you know, romancing the brand is getting one drinker at a time. Mm. Try to win one person in the team, one at a time. Don't try to win all. Mm. And by the time you win one at a time, think about it as the tug of war. You're on this side and all of them are on one side. Take one person at a time. Someday, your boss will be one of the many. And once you have him, you have all. Thanks. Okay. Lagos Talks? Hello? Yes, sir. Hello. Who's calling? Hello. Good, good evening. My name is George. George, good afternoon. The island. Okay. okay. Quickly. Can you hear me? We okay. can hear you. Um, Okay, I'm actually a first-time caller, though. Thank you for calling. Um, Appreciate uh, okay. you. I, and I like your program. I really, I really appreciate the fact that you nailed every nail on the head. Wonderful <laughs> nail. Thank you for that. I love <laughs> said every nail on okay. the head. So, uh, in, 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 I just want to say thank you for this, and I really appreciate it. Thank and you. I encourage that you should keep doing this for... The youth and everybody around the world. Thank you. And also keep listening. It's every every Tuesday and Thursday at three PM. Join us and then be a part of the of the journey. God bless you. This is coming from Ebuka saying <laughs> My Ebuka. Good afternoon, sir. I am planning to come to your office um any of these Saturdays. I don't know if it will work out or but uh, so that so that I can join your group chats. And see if the Lord is your strength. Thanks for the information you keep feeding us on a daily basis. Amen. The Lord is your strength as well. All right. Well, friends, we have just a few seconds to the wrap. 
Um, I'm sorry, I can't take any calls again. But let's just read out just some tweets. <laughs> this is from Duby saying, um, "I'm a living Uncle Idi. I'm a living evidence of your teaching and your guidance. I know oh, where I was before I met you, Uncle Idi, and I know where I am now. And that I've after I've met you, following you was one conscious move that I made five years ago, mm. and I have never regretted it for one day. Thank you, Duby, and I'm grateful. This is from Maximus saying, "Thanks, Big ID. Ooh, that uh, Uncle Idi is that your nickname now, Big ID." <laughs> <laughs> thanks big id thanks for your talk on excellence and um uh though the work made me miss today's talk i'll try and catch up thank you well okay friends it's a wrap apologies uh we need to run thursday same time same beautiful station